I'd like to thank Aaron K for sponsoring this week's Torah content. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shirim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and access additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishnewes.substack.com. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the audio version of the one-page article I wrote on my Substack at rabbishnewes.substack.com on July 5th, 2023 a.k.a. the 16th of Tammuz, 5783. And the title of the article is 17th of Tammuz, 5783, Which Tamid Ceased? Part 1, Questions. And I'm going to go ahead and read the little synopsis at the top of the page. I came up with some juicy questions on this topic, but no answers. I wrote up these questions, and I'm sharing them on the 16th of Tammuz, hoping we can find answers by or on the 17th. Without further ado, here is the article. The Mishnah in Ta'anis 4.6 lists the five tragic events we recall and mourn on the 17th of Tammuz. Quote, five things happened to our ancestors on the 17th of Tammuz. One, the tablets were broken. Two, the Korban Tamid, i.e. the continual daily offering, ceased. Three, the walled city of Jerusalem was breached. Four, Apostomos burned the Torah. And five, he erected an idol in the sanctuary. End quote from the Mishnah. Before we attempt to understand the significance of the Tamid's cessation, we first need to get the facts. The most basic question is, when did the cessation of the Tamid happen? During the first temple or the second? The Rambam answers this question in his codification of our Mishnah in Hilchos Tanios 5.2, writing that, quote, the Tamid ceased from the first temple, end quote. The question is, how does the Rambam know this? In fact, how does anybody know that the Tamid ceased on the 17th of Tammuz? This event isn't mentioned anywhere in Tanakh. When we consult the Tamid Bavli on this Mishnah, in Tanis 28b, we find that its commentary on our clause consists of a single word, quote, Gemara, end quote, meaning this is a received tradition. This answer may this may answer our question about the source of the Mishnah's claim, but it isn't very helpful for understanding the particulars of the event. Thankfully, Talmud Yushami in Brachos 4.1.12-13 and Tanios 4.5.3 provides a much fuller account of this received tradition. Quote from the Yushami, and I'm quoting from the Brachos version. The Tamid ceased. Rabbi Simon said in the name of Rabbi Yehoshua ben Levi, during the days of the Hellenistic government, the Jewish officials of the temple would lower them two boxes with gold intended as payment, and the Greeks would give them two lambs to pull up, which were sacrificed in the two daily offerings of the Korban Tamid. One time they lowered them two boxes with gold, and they gave them two young goats, which cannot be used for the Tamid. At that moment, HaKadosh Baruch enlightened their eyes, and they found two certified lambs in the Hall of Lambs, where sacrificial lambs were stored for safekeeping to ensure they were blemish-free. Rabbi Levi said, also in the days of the present evil government, namely Rome, they would lower them two boxes with gold, and they would give them two lambs. But in the end, they lowered them two boxes of gold, and they gave them two swine to pull up. They did not manage to raise them up to half the weight of the wall, sorry, half the height of the wall, when the swine clawed the wall and jumped 40 parsangs from the land of Israel. At that time, the iniquities of the Jewish people caused the Tamid to cease and the temple to be destroyed. End quote from the Yushami. The good news is that we now have a clearer picture of what transpired and when. The bad news, at least for the Rambam, is that according to the Yushalmi, the cessation of the Tamid happened during the Second Temple era, not the First. And it's not just the Yushalmi which reports this, but also Josephus in Wars of the Jews 6-2. Quote, Titus ordered his soldiers to dig up the foundations of the Antonia Tower and make an easy entry for his whole army to come up. He sent Josephus out when he heard that on that day, the day of the 17th of the month of Panemos, Tammuz, the sacrifice to God called the Korban Tamid ceased due to the lack of men who were fit to offer it in accordance with Halakha, and the people were disheartened by this. End quote from Josephus.
We now have two questions on the Rambam. One, what is his source for maintaining that the Tamid cessation occurred during the First Temple era? Two, why does he give this view more weight than the Yerushalmi? But perhaps the most qu- important question of all is, why should we care? Rambam in Hilkos Tanios 5.1 writes that the purpose of these national fast days is, quote, to awaken hearts and open the paths of tshuva, end quote, by recalling, quote, our corrupt actions and the corrupt actions of our fathers that were like our actions today, which culminated in bringing about these catastrophes for them and for us, end quote. Does the answer to the question, which Tamid ceased, have a bearing on the national tshuva we engage in on this day? Okay, that's the end of the article, and I wrote after that, I don't have answers to these questions. If you have thoughts, please let me know in the comments, or I guess if you're listening to this on the podcast version, please let me know in some other way. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbischneeweiss at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading, and thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.